the decision by the president of the supreme court honorable justice david maraga uh, to advise the president to dissolve parliament is first of all a momentous uh, decision uh, that will set a huge precedence in terms of uh, parliament dissolutions however uh, his decision coming at this time is uh, quite suspect because um, the remember the chief justice has had petitions about this matter since 2017 uh, the parliament of kenya has not achieved the two-third gender rule since the election of 2013 why is the advisory to dissolve parliament coming at this time is it the the the, the chief justice uh, is it that the chief justice is looking uh, to create attention or is it that the chief justice has fallen prey to activists and um, the people these busy bodies who move around the corridors of uh, the courts uh, looking for one advisory or the other uh, my opinion is that um, the gender the two third gender rule was not a well thought out idea when we uh, were conversing for the new constitution uh, because with all that hula baloo and um, promises that were being thrown around during the constitution making the people who were sitting down and conversing uh, for the constitution probably never uh, put in mind or they were excited about this matter uh, to an extent that they never thought it out because in a democracy like Kenya you cannot force people on who to elect as their representative uh, in the case of South Africa where people elect the party and not the persons there's a possibility that we could achieve that and it has worked very well in this in, in the South African system because people elect the party and then the party deploy members of parliament so within the party structures there's a uh, there's a way they can make sure that they uh, put equality uh, the same men the same women or ensure that that gender uh, gap is, is is well is well arranged in the case of Kenya where people have to go to election and elect individuals it is not possible to achieve gender rules otherwise uh, the two-third gender rule otherwise we are going to be increasing seats in parliament to accommodate women or men in a case where more women are elected to parliament so it was not a well thought out idea if we are to go the south african way where we elect parties and not individuals then there's a possibility that this could work however if we are con we continue to have the same system that we have in kenya right now it is not possible to achieve that because kenyans choose their own leaders unless we want to say that um, we are going to force kenyans in certain constituencies that they must elect women or that they must elect men or we are gonna uh, have uh, or set aside some constituencies and say that men cannot run in this constituency women cannot run in this constituency so that we achieve this gender rule otherwise it is not possible
to achieve this even through nominations because even party nominations are taken to the people it is the people who nominate on behalf of the party and then the party fronts somebody for the general election so the idea that the parliament of kenya is unconstitutional is is laughable because this this parliament has been passing laws uh, that are being used in the country and the same courts have not declared parliament unconstitutional so it's not possible that we can dissolve parliament because of not achieving the two-third gender rule we must relook at this and i hope that the bbi process uh, has a provision for this where we must look at how to go back to this uh, clause and look at it in a more sane manner so that we can help this country move forward.